Hello, this is Terry Lynn Dupree, and this is Evolving Always Productions. And as always, I love to bring phenomenal guests that are trailblazers in the industry. They're either helping uh, people out mentally, physically, financially, sometimes all three. I am very fortunate to have this woman. I feel like she's going to be helping you out physically, mentally, and financially. She's a trailblazer. She's definitely building an empire. She's super amazing. I'm so glad to have her on my show today. Hey, Rita, it's so great to have you. How are you doing today? I am doing well, Miss Terrilyn. How are you doing today? I am doing good. I'm I'm so happy to have you. You are super amazing. Uh, because I know you're extremely busy. Like I said, y'all, she is building an empire for real. I'm just going to get right down to it. So you started doing hair when you okay. were 12 years old. Tell me about that. Yes, ma'am. Um, my mom actually taught us all how to braid. Um, I remember being about eight years old, her and my godmother. My godmother was a cosmetologist and we would sit out on the porch and she would braid our hair and then she eventually taught us how to braid as well. And um, by the time I was 12 years old, I was actively like taking clients, like doing my friend's hair, doing my aunt's hair, cousin's my sisters and I would switch out and do each other's hair. So yeah, I've been been in the game a long time doing hair. And I think that's so smart yep. too, because you know, obviously, um, in the African American community, braiding is such an important piece. And you know, I had that that go to cousin that would do my hair, um, and so you know, I really appreciate it because you know, even though I could. I could uh, braid other people's hair. I couldn't braid my own, which you probably can do all of it, knowing you, you know, you're very skilled, but I cannot. <laughs> so I was. I, I used to be able to. I done got old now, honey. So. Uh, <laughs> I just get to do it. <laughs> but you're not even close to being old. And, and here's the amazing thing that I really uh, I'm just very impressed about. You left corporate America in 2008, and that's really when the market crashed. How was that yeah. for you? Left corporate America and decided to have your own business. Talk to us about that. Left corporate America, um, just just got tired of it. I, I work for um, uh, a company called Priority One, and it was a customs border protection in, broker house. So we would import and export um, items for our clients. And, you know, it was a great experience to have that type of background, never knew anything like that existed, but uh, it just wasn't for me just working for someone else. I, and I always would braid hair on the weekends or on my time off anyway. And um, I just got burnt out and decided to transition home. Originally, it was for me to become a stay at home mom. And, you know, at that time we only had one kid and, and um, I continued to braid in the house and started cosmetology school. Uh, then my father-in-law came to live with us. He had a, he was ill and he came to live with us. And so I helped my husband care for him. So I had to put cosmetology school kind of on the back burner for a little while, then eventually picked it back up. But the whole time I took clients in my home for many, many years. And um, that's that's pretty much how we earned our income. I mean, my husband was a truck driver at the time. And so he, of course, was the main source of our income. But I don't think we even were concerned about the economy. We just had a goal and 
we just focus on our goal. I mean, somebody would have had to tell me, like, girl, you know the market crashed, right? Like, you quitting your job? It That was never, never in my mind, never in my heart. It was just like, you know what? This is it for me, y'all. I'm out. And my husband just backed me and helped us both transition um, and build, you know, the, the first you know, the first layer of what we have come to know as Breeze Organics now. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. I, I love that whole story for a lot of reasons because one of the things that you said that was, you weren't even thinking about the money. And people a lot of times don't <laughs> get that because I think, you know, that's why sometimes people don't achieve happiness because they're so such in a rat race. They're so focused on the money. I do this, I do that, you know. And don't get me wrong, money is important. And and there's nothing wrong with wanting money. So I, I need to stress that because I think sometimes um, people don't get ahead because they think wanting money is evil. It's not. But what you're doing was something that was very important. You was just creating a better quality of life for yourself mentally and physically, as well as for your family. You know, you're there. And then you were able to help your husband's um, father, um, and you know, yeah. we're talking about your, your husband's a truck driver. Uh, my husband's in the trucking industry as well. Um, oh. so yeah, that, that is so interesting, but yeah, I, I'm so glad that you did decide to make that transition. And of course you got to do something that you love doing. Cause obviously you love doing hair, right? <laughs> I absolutely. Love, like I, I nerd out on it. It's weird. It's strange y'all. It really is strange, but I love it. I do. I do. I'm addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Right. When you can make money off of something that you love um, and do it is really not work, right? It you know really I mean? isn't. Don't oh. get me wrong. It, it, like you said, the money is needed and, you know, we get tired and, you know, go through things. But to be able to do something that you're passionate about, um, it really makes you feel a, a different type of wholeness. Like, you, you, it really does give you a just a, a different sense of peace when it comes to, you know, um, your employment. Really, like we're we're literally creating our own wealth with our hands, and it, it I don't know, it's just a different type of blessing. <laughs> well, look, it may be with your hands, but there's a lot of brains going to work on this too. From, from oh yeah, this lady right here, Rita. Don't let that's <laughs> listening to this podcast. She's got some brains on what she's doing, but I love everything about it because like you said, it makes you feel whole and that's where the happiness and the joy comes in. So you were talking about your natural hair journey, which I'm glad you talk about this because again, uh, for the women, um, for women in the African-American community, our hair a lot of times has been a big thing for uh, there's uh, there's movies made about it right Rita about yes, man. <laughs> um, and of course there was a you know a very famous um, black woman that you know she came from slavery she became you know a millionaire what was her her full name I don't know why her name just erased me I bet you know it's it's a Bethune or how could I um, now you just made me have a brain fart because I okay, literally have her oh, in my oh, salon <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, but she was a black lady that actually created the relaxer. Sarah Lovebreed and Madam C.J. Walker's her name. 
thank you so much. How could mm-hmm. we get? I don't know what where we were on that well, one. Anyway, <laughs> thank, you for thank you for remembering. Anyway, so she obviously became a millionaire over this, um, basically just straightening hair because it was felt that we needed to have straight hair, which, you know, I'm so glad that we've evolved and come to a better place to have our hair the way it is. And and I went natural too, by the way, Rita. I think you oh, said cool. natural, was it, is it, was it in two, 2014? Yeah. Valentine's Day, actually. I um, mm-hmm. snuck out to the salon and cut off all my relaxers. <laughs> right. My husband thought I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I went natural. I want to say it was probably, gosh, it was close i really want to say it was close i don't have the exact year but it's close to around that time and the reason i did it is like i i have naturally curly hair um it's probably i think i'm called tight i'm trying to remember the c's i might be 4c okay so the 4c is like curly but not too coily right am i doing that correct because i know you know this um, 4a is is more on the curly side of the four family for a and b if you have more kinky or coarser texture then it would be the four c so i guess i'm four a then and for people that are listening i'm so i, I apologize we are talking <laughs> curly hair terms and, and we won't keep doing that <laughs> we're gonna get <laughs> with y'all on that but anyway so i have curly hair it's like long curly hair and when I got in my 40s, and this is kind of a funny story, so I was in my early 40s, I felt like I was too old to walk around with curly hair. Isn't that silly? I oh, think wow. about that now, and I'm like, how <laughs> it was that to think I was too old to wear curly hair? I don't know why I thought that, but that was a phase I was in. Okay. So I was like constantly straightening my hair, but um, because my hair was long, I didn't have to, you know, like... And then the way I wore my hair, I actually didn't put relaxers, believe it or not, I put relaxers in my hair about every six months. I know okay. that sounds weird, okay. but that's what I did. Because I would wear it sometimes like wavy, and then it would still have some curl on it, but it loosened my curls so it could hang with the way I wanted to hang, if that made any sense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the reality is I got to a point, I didn't even want to do that. So I kept straightening it. I mean, like straightening with heat and stuff like that. And this thing I know, my hair started looking really crazy like really bad and and the difference between where you had the relaxer and, and your natural hair the part where relaxer stopped cur- curling at all because it used to curl some because there was some help to the hair but it just stopped curling so i had to cut like 10 inches off of my hair because you know i told you i'd go like six months or whatever so it was like 10 inches because like, i my hair was like close to my waist but i ended up having to cut 10 inches off i know you probably did the big big cut right well, I grew out my relaxer. I actually transitioned so for about, mm-hmm. I, I transitioned for about 11 months and then I just got tired of battling the two textures and I just went ahead and just chopped off all the relaxers. So when I did chop, I had maybe about two inches, about a two, two and a half inch row to work with. A little TWA is what they call it. <laughs> Teeny weeny afro. Yeah, you didn't have the big chop. Yeah, uh, my husband's sister and I having a big chop, but um, okay. Yes. Mine wasn't a big chop either because by that point I had a lot. So my hair ended up being shoulder length. Okay. Um, a waist of shoulder length basically when I cut off the inches that I cut off. So it may have been more than 10 inches. But in any case, it was the happiest day of my life when I did it. Because like you said, battling the two textures, Ooh. crazy. 
Yes, and I know a lot of people aren't going to really understand this, but if you, if you are a curly hair person and you've ever put straighteners in, you will know what we're talking about. If you have straight hair, you just you have straight hair and, and you don't have to, to worry about this concern. But maybe you could if you relate to if you ever decide to get a curly perm, which that was a thing back in the 80s, right? People mm -hmm. get a curly perm and they had to do with the two touch. It's, it's really rough on the hair. It's the worst thing. So... Yeah, I was so glad when I went natural, though. That was, like, the best thing to me. So, hi. So, uh, I take it it's the best thing for you, too. Is that about right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for me, it was more of not only um, the transitioning. I had gotten pregnant at the time, and then my scalp just was doing something terrible. I ended up um, developing scalp psoriasis, and, man, it, getting a relaxer was horrible. Because I would burn so easily. It had to be really painful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I would burn so easily. And then I ended up, my best friend, would, who was my stylist at the time, she would have to do my relaxer in sections because putting it all on at one time, I just couldn't keep it on more than about two minutes. So oh I just, just discontinued. I was like, this. why am I torturing myself with this? You know what? I love natural hair anyway. I've always was curious about it, but I just didn't have any uh education on it so while i was transitioning the natural and going through the big chop and all of that i started to just educate myself and and at that time you know youtube university was booming honey when it came to natural hair <laughs> education you are not joking about that it <laughs> started booming on that it's like it became the thing and like you said in in that time period the time period i mean you decided to go natural it's, it's when it blew up Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wish I had started YouTube doing that, but I, I do too. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I, I was like, why didn't I do that? But then again, mine would probably wouldn't have been as effective. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But this one lady, oh my gosh, she was amazing because she she went through the whole chop and you just saw it, and her hair grew so long, oh mm -hmm. so long and so pretty. Um, but I. It, it's interesting what you said about education. You're right. We were not educated on how to take care of our hair from a natural standpoint without chemicals. So the neat thing about it is you created a line for natural hair. So talk to us about that. Well, it came on the on, out of me not knowing what to do with my hair. I started following a young lady, um, natural 86 to 87. Okay. Um, I think her name is Whitney and she's still very popular. She even has like her line and like um, I think Sephora and all of that now. Anyway, um, she would just go on her YouTube page and just like educate on products that um, that you can make yourself because I was buying out of store bought products and none of those things was working. Okay. Um, I was like, okay, maybe I ain't meant to be natural because, baby, what's wrong with my hair? Because why is it looking <laughs> like this? Because <laughs> I was buying all of the popular brands, and I don't know if I can name them, so I won't, but I was buying all the popular brands and, you know, coconut oil and get this and get that, and I was slathering and oiling and doing all these things in my hair, and it would be hard as a rock. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, <laughs> wasn't ready for this. Well, anyway, in my research, I stumbled upon her page and she was doing like apple cider vinegar rinses and she was making her own shampoos and making her own conditioners, just in things that were in her kitchen. And I was like, you know what? I remember 
um, it triggered a memory actually when I was when I was relaxing and as a young girl, like in my teens, I would mix up eggs and mayo and uh, different things that my mom would have in the kitchen. I would blend up avocados and olive oil and slather that all on all of our hair. And um, th that would be our treatments. And we would do that on a Saturday evening, getting ready for church the next day. You know what I mean? Getting our hair ready for the for church the next day. And so I was like, you know what? I used to do this. Let me go back to doing this. And so I just started just playing around with different ingredients and shea butter and mango butter, aloe butter, all of these different things. And I created... Um, I created uh, products, and so I started using them on my clients, on myself, and they, then my clients started saying, oh, I shared it with my cousin, I shared it with my co-worker, and they want some, and it just kind of blossomed into, okay, well, let me put a price on it now, because at first, I was just making it and giving it away, and oh, then uh, my husband was like, uh, we should be selling this bait the way that it's going, and so he really inspired me to start selling the product into what it is now it's grown into what it is now and you know the neat thing about it is you have like the perfect name for a hair care line too i was thinking about that i was like she has like the best for a hair care line well thank you uh, <laughs> you know it. what's funny if i could give a look we fought over the name for you for about two months because i was like i don't want my name to be the name of the product and i had all these other names that we laugh at now but my husband was like and I keep bringing him up because he's my business partner too. Aww. But he was like, baby, this should be the name. And it just has a ring to it. And it's grown on me. But at first I was like, I don't want my name to be the name of the business. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for the compliment. Though. I'm going to tell you, it's perfect. And your husband knows what he's talking about. Because that was one of the things when um, I was looking at your name. I said, she's got the perfect name for that. It's what like, you? that was your destiny, really, you know? And yeah, I can relate. I, I and I'm glad I'm having this conversation with you. You know, the Lord brings people to you when you need them, you know. And of course, you know, we we met, you know, we we have mutual friends. But um because I used to do band-aids all the time and I have literally stopped. And I need to start putting mayonnaise treatment back in my hair because it really does wonders for the hair. It really does. And then really I does. did eggs and like you said, the avocado oil. Now, I there is something that works for my hair that I know doesn't work for everybody. And that's the interesting thing about hair texture. And that's the coconut oil. I know that doesn't work for everybody. For no. some people, <laughs> it's a killer. Yes, honey. <laughs> Listen, coconut oil be around here having me looking like I done fried my hair with in a frying pan. <laughs> it so right. <laughs> does not work for everybody. I actually... Yeah. Uh, I more so use it for a lock treatment. I know you know what that means. Like mm -hmm. I, uh, so, but it does work for me. Um, but I do know it does not work for everybody. But that's why it's so good that you had the experience and you've been doing hair for so long, and then you were experimenting with your hair and you're doing all these products. And the neat thing about it is you had your clients and they love it. I'm just so happy for you. So, so that's what? you know you deserve that. That's that's amazing. So, um. Let me ask you this. Where do you um, see yourself five years from now? Well, I see myself as a full-time instructor. And, and by that, I mean what we've been doing in our salon space now is teaching young ladies of all ages, actually, and of all different occupations and backgrounds, um, just educating them on hair care. But not only that, but certifying them to become uh, micro lock stylists 
and, and natural hair uh, specialists in their own salon spaces or in their own, you know, you know, as their own business as well. And so my goal is to have a natural hair care school here in um, Orlando and also to have my product line everywhere. <laughs> available worldwide so that's the goal um and also have my own warehouse space as well because i would love to be able to manufacture my own product instead of outsourcing it it's just something about that that i just want to keep united states good for you rita yeah yeah i want to keep keep um keep home home base absolutely that's, that that is oh those are great goals and i definitely know you're gonna do every last one of them i'm serious i know it um and I love the fact you're you're already basically starting some of this anyway, because my understanding is you do travel and um, hold house parties to share your product line, right? Talk to me about yeah. that. So, so as our business began to grow, what we would do is um, we would reach out to our little circle of friends and family and even some of our clients and ask them, hey, you want to host a Rita's Organic Party. And it was similar to the same concept of like a Mary Kay party where the, the ladies would come in and I would demonstrate how to use the product, but also educate them on their hair. So I would pull a couple of ladies out of the uh, group and just do their hair right on the spot and show them, walk them step by step on how to do a twist out, how to do a wash and go, how to do, um, you know, a, a, a flat twist up or something like that. And so everybody got to like stand around and watch that unfold. But then they also could purchase the product. And those people are still rocking with us to this day. And that was like, gosh, we started doing that about seven years ago. And and, and, and those people are still rocking with us to this day. Um, but yeah, that, that that's basically how we would go from city to city, home to home, just making little intimate little gatherings where the women um, who had just gone natural, no matter, really no matter where you were in your natural hair um, journey, you know, just educating them on this is how you, you, you know, you're going to care for your hair and answering all of their questions and concerns as well. And you know that what you're doing and, and everything is how empires are built, right? <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now. You know, uh, I was a big K fan. Not really that I'm into the makeup, by the way. Mm -hmm. I was a fan in the sense of her story. Okay. And, uh, basically, her story was, you know, um, she got into sales, and then she started using makeup, and she would do like makeup parties and stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yes, so it all there. Um, and uh, Lululemon, not Lululemon. I'm part. It's uh, what's the name of that company? Oh my gosh. Anyway, there's a company that started out selling. Um, they would sell the uh, pants to wear uh, with the the prints and stuff like that. I don't know okay. why. I forgot the name of this company right now, but they started out showing the stuff in homes and then they became a really big company. And of course, this company is getting sued for stuff. That doesn't really matter, though. I but, believe it um, is Lululemon. Is, is it not? That's not Lululemon? I, I think that is the same company. But I'm go ahead. You might, you might be right. I'm, I'm thinking I'm confusing the names because there's a company called Lululemon, which is a good company. Okay. And the one called, uh, it's close. Okay. For reason, my mind is going because I can't think of the name of it. It's crazy. I'm, I'm having one of those days. But anyway, the point is that mm -hmm. they started out 
you know, showing their stuff in homes and it just blossom and then they get other people to do it. And you're already getting that network to do it. So as you're showing people and then you're going to be going to different, you know, um, salons, you know, and, and, and showing your product, it's just going to end up blowing up. It's going to be everywhere, you know, and it's definitely going to be in um, beauty supply stores as well as it's going to be sold in salons, which to me, that's the most important thing. You know, products being sold in salons is really important because, you know, when it's sold in the salon, it's a great product because, you know, that, that, that person is, you mm-hmm. know, utilizing it for their clients and they won't repeat clients. So they're not going to just use anything. <laughs> right. So and that has been the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what, because back in the day, like even before I went natural, if I really wanted a great product, I would go to the salon because I'm like, I know that this product must be good because that's why it's in the salon. Because then right. I try to have the clients look crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, right. Um, yeah, I just, oh, I'm so excited for you. And like I said, well, you got thank the thank you. So I know you opened up your own salon. It was probably about two or three years ago. Talk to us about that. Well, in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> we oh, did something else crazy. Listen, we I guess we like living on the edge because we, we I left my job in the middle of a crash and then in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, we decided to purchase our very own salon space. And um, it's always been a, a goal and a dream of my own. Uh, to do that, and it just fell right into my lap, basically. Uh, A wonderful young lady um, was getting ready to, the the previous salon owner, actually, we knew each other quite well. Mm -hmm. She was actually selling and retailing the products for us in her salon space, and she had been doing that since 2017. Well, in 2021, she re- no 2020 she reached out to me it's kind of a long story i make it a little short but oh. she reached out to me and she was like um i'm getting ready to move out of the country um her husband was from nigeria and he needed to go back move back home to take care of you know personal things and so mm-hmm. um i was like okay she's like well i wanted to offer you the salon space um she said i just see you in here i I just believe that you can just make that transition. It'll be easy. And so let me know your thoughts on it. And I, I, and at first I was like, girl, no, ma'am. Uh, what do you mean? Um, I was working at a salon over in Altamont Springs and I was pretty comfortable. You know, me and my business partner at the time, we were, you know, we was making dough and, <laughs> you know, we were, we was building a really, um, really steady, clientele and so I was comfortable I didn't I didn't have any overhead or anything like that so you know I was like uh no I don't no thank you (laughs) and so she was like well don't don't decline it just yet just think about it and get back to me um and this was back in I think December and so she she was like just get back to me after the new year you know I was like okay cool and so time went on a lot of things transition um at that time, my business partner ended up needing to leave the country, ironically, and so she moved out of the country as well. And so I was like, okay, well, wait, you know. But I was still working at that salon space because it, you know, my clientele knew me. I was there. But the, the other young lady who owned the salon 
that we uh, eventually purchased, she reached out to me again and she was like, Rita, listen, I really see you guys in the space. Um, my time here is winding down. I don't want to leave the space, you know, just not taken care of. So let's sit down and talk and then let's weigh up your options. And we sat down and we had a really good thorough meeting and she she just put a price out there and my husband was, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> she you know, she dropped the price significantly for us and um and so we thought about it a little longer and she reached out to me one more time. Now at this point, she probably felt like, is she crazy? She she hasn't called me back and I dropped the price for her and everything. And at that point, fear was just kind of like settling in like, oh my God, we really gonna purchase a fund in the middle of a pandemic and switch clients because I understand all it takes is for you just to move to a location and you can literally lose the, uh, a third of your clients, right? Because people come to you out of convenience. So, so anyway, she reached back out to me and one more time she was like, okay, Rita, final, final offer. <laughs> and we said, yes, we said, yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it wasn't like we were waiting, making her wait out or calling her bluff or anything like that. We was just really nervous about it and we prayed about it. And it was just something that even God had to remind me like, Sarita, this is something that you asked me for when you were 10 years old. And so here's the opportunity uh, for you to do this and so what you know what exactly are you afraid of like I supply all your needs I, ne I never I've never stopped supplying your needs so and that just really and then of course with the counsel of my husband you know I rely a lot on him he's the muscle in the brains believe it or not and so um you know we just really sat down and he just called me and was like babe you gotta you, you know you gotta do this you gotta do this this is this is your prayers being answered, really. And so we set up everything, um, signed all the paperwork, and became salon owners May 1st, 2021. And um, we just celebrated our second year, May 1st of this year. So that's it. <laughs> that's my story of how we became a salon. I just love it. I love it for so many reasons because the, the it's about taking risks. For the people that are listening, that's how it is being an entrepreneur. You got to take risk. You yeah. got to. You know, as Steve Harvey likes to say, you got to take that jump. Yeah, you do. You got to jump. So, and that's what you did. You did it because, oh my gosh, that was a trying time, but you did it. And and not only did you survive, but you thrive. You know, you got yeah. this um, organics, natural hair and skincare product line. You are just booming. <laughs> so I'm so glad you took that risk. So that's salon number one for you, but we know what lots more are coming, but really it don't even matter because you got skincare and hair care line that's just really gonna blow up. I just know it is. So <laughs> if someone that's listening wants access to your hair care and skincare line, what would be the best way for them to go about that? Well, they can visit our website. It's readersorganic.com. They can also contact me on IG at readersorganic. Or uh, I'm on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, um, Pinterest, all of them. <laughs> Excellent. So for people that are listening, I am going to have Rita's Instagram and website attached to this um, to this actual interview. So you'll be able to click on it and have access to her products. 
Um, I am just so glad that I got to meet you. I'm thankful yes, the wonderful person. Um, she's actually been on our podcast first season. So she's the uh, the swag slayer. Um, if yep. y'all want to hear that episode, but I am glad to um, have actually met you. You are definitely an amazing. Um, you're you're a go getter. <laughs> you are Thank out you. there, and Thank I already know Rita's um, organics is going to be all over the place. <laughs> that is the prayer. That is the goal. <laughs> I'm going to be walking in Target soon. I'm like, yep. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate it. We'll touch and agree on that for sure. <laughs> there you go. Amen. And it's so good that you got, you know, a supportive uh, spouse. I know you've been married for 21 years and that that's amazing. I may in the future do a relationship um podcast and I would love to invite you on that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right now. Yeah, we would love that. Yeah, I've been married for 23 years and I think it's so important to uh have a great partner. Um, you know, and, and I know your husband's your best friend and so is mine. So that makes yes, a big difference. Um, I want to thank you for your time because you're super busy, you know, creating that empire. Y'all hear it. This lady is, she's making things happen. So I'm really glad that you took time to talk with me and I hope you have an amazing 4th of July. Thank you thank so much. You. Thank you again, Miss Carolyn. I've really had a great time and thank you so much for this opportunity once again. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.